Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 999 of the Juicebox podcast. Well, today's a special episode for a couple of reasons. First off, it's Arden's return to the show. This is going to be her third episode. And more obviously, this is the 999th episode of the Juicebox podcast. It's just a crazy milestone. On Monday, for those of you kind of listening in real time, episode 1000 goes up with the re-release of the Diabetes Pro Tip series. Why am I re-releasing the Pro Tip series? Well, it's been completely professionally digitally remastered. The information in the Pro Tip series has always been rock solid, but uh, there were some janky microphones being used back then. But now, through the magic of wizardry, actually, through the magic of Rob, who is the editor for the podcast, I'll tell you more about Rob later, the stuff just sounds brand new. It's absolutely stunning, and I think you're going to love it. Diabetes Pro Tip series will now run from episode 1000 to 1026. The entire series all in one place so that you can find it, listen, and revisit without having to pick through a podcast app. This episode of the Juicebox podcast won't have any sponsors because it's Arden, so we want to listen right through. But I will take a moment to remind you that the show is completely ad-supported. So if you're looking for a Dexcom, an Omnipod, if you'd like to get your supplies from US Med, if you want Givo Glucagon, a Contour Next Gen blood glucose meter, if you'd like to drink AG1, sleep on soft sheets from Cozy Earth, learn more about touchedbytype1.org, or get yourself therapy at betterhelp.com. Using my links supports the production of this podcast. You clicking on those links is how I was able to remaster the Pro Tip series. It's how I pay my electric bill, send my kids to college, and buy food. When you make a purchase using one of my links, you are supporting the production of the Juicebox podcast and helping to keep it free and plentiful. So when you can, use one of my links. They're available at juiceboxpodcast.com. They're in the show notes of the audio player you're listening in right now, and I say them in every ad. Thank you so much for being a fan of the show, for supporting the podcast, and for listening to me for all of these years. I look very much forward to making you another 1,000 episodes of the Juicebox podcast. All right, we're back. You have a drink? You're good? Uh, it's back, it's behind me. Okay. So we're going to talk right into that microphone. Don't forget. Yep. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah? This has become a bit of a tradition with us. Mm-hmm. Right before you go to college, mm-hmm. we record a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's nice, right? It's very nice. <laughs> do you actually think it's nice? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? It's time consuming. Ta- oh, please. Were you busy? Uh, yeah. What were you doing? Got to pack. That is true. You do have to pack. How come you don't pack sooner? This seems personal. <laughs> well, what what makes you kind of wait till the end? I'm just stressed that I like, I, I don't know. I just need, to, I don't know. You need the pressure? No, I don't need pressure to pack, but I don't want to pack all my stuff away before I leave because what if I need it, which I know I don't, but still. 
Okay. So the concern is if you pack something up, you'll need it and then you won't be able to get to it. No. But it's mostly clothing, right? No, I, I, I don't. It makes no sense. <laughs> Hold on a second. I have to check something in some headphones. I want to make sure you sound good in my ears. Talk again. Hello. Okay. Your voice, your voice doesn't come up on the audiogram while we're recording. Is it like too deep? I mean, my voice is pretty deep and it comes up. But you're louder than me. Maybe I could turn your gain up a little and that would help. Try again. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Perfect. Okay. So I've tried to have you on the podcast twice to talk about something specific. What do you mean tried? I was here. I don't think we ever got to the thing we were going to talk about. I have no idea what it is we were going to talk about. No, I know. And... I'm thinking that's probably going to happen again tonight, but I'm still going to try at the beginning to get to the You're going to get a FaceTime call from Cole? I'm going to get a FaceTime call. Hold on a second, everybody. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to answer. Okay, take two. We just got started, and there was a call. Mm. All right, so... The first time you came on, what did we talk about? Do you remember? No. I don't either. Second time, I kind of remember we talked about, um, I tried to talk about going to school and what you thought was going to happen at school with your diabetes. You didn't talk about that much. We talked a little bit about your prom and then other chit chats. But can I ask a question like I'm actually interviewing you? That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. (laughs) Okay. So... I actually think it's interesting to know first going away to college for the first time, living by yourself for the first time. What was your experience with your insulin management? Like what being serious? Like, no, I'm laughing because I honestly, like I don't have recollection of this. You don't have recollection of when you went to college, but just like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not like keeping stats or track of any of that. No, I don't mean that. I just mean, like, was it... Let, let me ask more general questions. We dropped you off the first night. Were you nervous to take care of yourself? I, have, I do not remember being... I don't even remember sleeping there the first night. Okay. How about in the first couple of weeks? Like, with the... I, I'm telling you, I don't... I don't know. It's okay. all just... I just... Like, if you ask me about it, it's... I just... I don't know. I just went to college. Okay. Well, that's good, though. That's an interesting to know, because you don't have any crazy remembrances or bad experiences. Not that I know of. Okay. Um, so I know for us, like one of the concerns we had when you left, not just not a concern really, but just one of the moments where you're like, I wonder how this is going to be is that when you are here and something needs to be done during sleeping hours, a low blood sugar at two in the morning, that kind of stuff, you do not wake up for that. Yeah. Cause I know that you're here and that creates like a comfort. No, it's not a comfort. It's uh, like my brain just shuts off because I know I don't have to take care of myself for like a, a little short period of time. Okay. and But when you got to college, I have to say from my perspective, I thought you were right on top of it. Yeah, because I go to sleep knowing that no one's taking care of me. So do you sleep differently because of that? Yeah. Can you describe? I don't sleep as heavy at school. You don't sleep as heavy at school? Yeah. How do you... Is, but that's not on purpose. It just happens. It's interesting. So we basically sent you with, 
He basically sent you with a five pound bag of gummy bears and a bunch of juice boxes. Yeah. And did you use many of them? I don't know. I think so. You think he did? I I don't know. You were there when I got picked up, did I? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't think you went through as much of it as I thought you would. There was only a couple of times while you were gone that in the middle of the night, I had to like call you and wake you up. Um, But for the most part, I thought it went really smoothly. Honestly, like very, very smoothly. Um, so you don't remember being nervous about it or concerned or anything like that. Just kind of integrated into what you were doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, did you, do you have any apprehension about telling three people you never met before about how to help you? Like on like day one, you're talking to these new roommates and explaining diabetes to them and glucagon and stuff like that. Did that bother you having to do that? No, not at all. Do you think they had any weirdness about it, or do you think they dealt with it pretty well? They're they're fine. I, I don't. I mean, I I don't think there's any weirdness. And if there was, um, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but they so, kept. But nobody was like, "Oh, this is weird," or "Don't tell me about this." I, that's never happened to me in my entire life. Okay. So I, I don't think so. Do you think they really know what to do? Um, like if I'm having a seizure, yeah, yeah, they know what to do. They do. We used to do, um, <laughs> we used, to <laughs> we would do this thing where, randomly, um, one of my roommates, she would be like, she'd like, yell out, just like randomly, went like in the middle of the day or something, she'd be like, it's happening, and then they'd all run to my room and like pretend I'm having a seizure, and I'd have to get on the ground or whatever, and they would like find the test thing and then like do it. We would do it like once a month, like. When they do, like, fire drills at school. <laughs> it's a good idea. Was that their idea? Yeah. Well, I mean, they thought it was funny. So, like, we would do it. But also, like, every, like each month a different person would get to, like, put the thing, like, in me. Oh, like, be the lead person? Yeah. It's nice. Did it help, do you think, for them to see that trainer pen for the um, GVOC hypo pen? Yeah, probably. Until you sent me the wrong one, and then we didn't have it. So, we were kind of Oh, that screwed. was hilarious. After the first time, we... we <laughs> I did. You had like the wrong glucagon in one of your drawers. You were carrying hypopen in your bag, uh, but the needle was in your drawer. They, I think they would have ripped it open and figured it out. I mean, I'm sure. I don't think they would have just stood there. <laughs> Been like, oh, never mind. It's not oh, what I Well, expected. that's not what he taught me, so. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave. Do you think the fire drills will continue in your sophomore year? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We're not. I'll have my own room, so it's going to be different. Oh. But I don't know. Two of them or all three of them follow you on Dexcom? Um, two of them because of the one who lives in the room. I feel like names are weird, but the one who lives like next to me would just hear what was happening. So she would like just wake up. She's hearing your phone as well. Did that happen? Did she ever be like, oh, your phone is beeping? (laughs) No, she was asleep. She was asleep. (laughs) The two of you were not. The better chances I would wake up than she would. Okay. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to use people's names either, but. Um, how do we describe them? You give them fake names. You want to give them fake names? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll be, I'll bleep out their real names later. Who do you want? What do you want to call them? Robin. Robin. Okay. So, and what do you want to call? Um, Jules. Robin and Jules. And is, um, she's, uh, you, you pick one. Oh, I get to pick. Um, 
I'm going to pick a name I think she would hate. Okay. Heather. Okay. Okay. So Robin, Jules, and Heather. Okay. Heather doesn't have Dexcom. She's in the room with you. Yeah. Robin just said at 55, right? Her 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 only alarm was 55. I didn't do the, like, if my blood sugar was high alerts for them. Right. So they would, so in an, in an effort not to bother them in case you went to like 68 or something like that, you don't want their phones beeping. Yeah, it's just like emergency. Okay. Also, mm, damn, you Jules, mean Jules? Jules also had an, a 55 alarm? Yes. Okay. Now that you're going to be in a room by yourself, do you think you could get Heather to put an alarm on her phone too? Or do you think it still wouldn't wake her up? It, I, there's not even a point in that. So of the three. I mean, them, she'll do it, but like, there's no point. She's not going to hear it. No. Okay. No way. All right. Um, when you first got to school, we had like, we went through all these, I was going to say machinations. I'm not sure if you know that word, but we went through all these things to get set up. And one of the things we were like, well, Arden's going to like, you know, your school spread out across the big kind of across the town. And we thought, well, what if Arden's all the way across town Her pod expires or errors or something? She's going to have to go all the way home to get insulin How's that going to happen? So we did work it out with the the pass, right? Like you could call security at any time. I I never did that. You know what I did? I said, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, why? And I'd be like, I just, I got, I'm got a medical problem. And I'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. I mean, it, the whole college thing is a joke. If your professor is fine with it, just say, I have a medical issue and if they're a decent human being, they'll say, okay, no big deal. And you just walk out the door. Okay. But we, but it's not wrong, right? You could have called a phone number and had security come get you, take you to your room, wait that, for you to change your pump and come back. I mean, that, they said that, but I probably wouldn't just, have worked. I wouldn't it. have even yeah. tried it. I know you wouldn't have, but we did have it set up. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I started to just drive my car to class though at a certain point. So I could have just left too. Right. But you're not trapped. My point is you're not traveling with insulin. No. To class. You're not bringing extra pumps or a Dexcom or anything like that with you to class. No. You'll just go back if you have a problem. Mm. Did that ever happen? Yeah. You just went back and changed your stuff? Yeah. You um, okay? I just like have the hiccups. That's okay. But um, also we had a situation where my, what was it? My, one of the devices had a battery in it. And the battery stopped working when I left class or when I left my room. And so the whole thing is like, you got to get on the bus. You have to leave about an hour before your class to get to your class. Cause it's like a city. Um, so if I had class at three, I'd be out of like, I don't know. I'd leave my room at like two, get on the bus at two fifteen, get there at two forty five. Class starts at three. My classes are like three hours, three and a half hours long. So I'm there for like, so long <laughs> and then get back home like you don't get back home like till like five hours after like you leave right um are you thinking by the way of the riley link maybe okay know. um so i don't know something stopped working and it needed batteries um so we had like this whole thing set up and i i could not miss this class like it was like the end of the quarter or something and i was like i needed to be at this class like like, I actually like, ha- had to be there for a grade, and I couldn't go back. So I was like, what am I going to do? And it was my first quarter at school, too. So I was like, like what am I going to do? So I called um, I called Robin, and I was like, are you at home? And she was like, yeah, I'm here. Why? What's up? And I was like, um, 
you know, like my battery stopped working for this and that. Like, um, are they like, do I have any? Like, I didn't even know if I had them. And she was like, yeah, you have some here. And Robin and a, what's her name? Jules were together. And I was like, okay, like maybe she can take it. But then I remembered that Heather also had class in the same building as me. And I was like, she didn't get on the same bus as me. It's possible she's still at home and she can grab them or whatever. Okay. So I was like, I need you to like run downstairs and see if she's still there and try to give her the batteries. But she was like gone by then. So, and I wasn't going to make her like turn around. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, if anything, I'll just get on a bus and go back. So I'm like trying to figure out what to do. New character in our life, um, Justin. <laughs> Justin is one of our friends and he also has class in this book so I'm running through a list of people now I'm like who has class here so Heather is my roommate and we had just become roommates like two weeks prior to this because we had a whole roommate situation um and she ended up moving in but so she's gone I can't get her to do anything now I'm like who else is in this building I text another friend who I had class with who I knew drove there and I was like do you have batteries at home and she's like no and I'm like oh my god so I'm like trying to figure out what to do and then finally Justin the new character that we've just introduced I was like I text him and I'm like are you at home and he's like yes and I was like please stay where you are like blah 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 and he he had already been like walking to the bus and thank god Robin speedy ran downstairs and called him as he was getting on the bus and threw the, the through the ba- like literally threw him the batteries like in the bus so he got to the building i ran outside i grabbed them from him i was like thank you so much and i went into my room and everything but that was oh my god i felt like i was working like on a, like a movie like i was like trying to get everything accomplished. yeah it was crazy i misspoke a moment ago it's the orange it was the orange link it took two triple a batteries yeah something like that and now that's gone because you're not using. yeah that by the way that was like a week before you gave me something else it was really helpful no it was awesome just trying you know what i mean yeah um so okay so so i think the point is is that you had a problem and you worked it out that's it like well i i was trying to tell a story because it's a podcast but yes that is the point no but i'm just for people listening i'm I'm not coming at you i'm just saying i'm trying to get listeners i like the way you're talking don't worry. I, I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm re-encapsulating what you said because I think people worry that their kids are going to get somewhere and just be like bum-fuzzled. Not know I mean, some of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> not me, but some of them. I know a couple. But you were, you, but you were able to kind of like whip it together and do what you needed to do. And you incorporated other people. So speaking of Robin and Jules and Heather, we were um, able to keep you all together for next year for next year as a sophomore so we basically had them designated as um how would you put it like what what is when people have dogs that help them what are those called like emotional like emotional support people yeah we we basically (laughs) turned them into emotional support people instead of emotional support animals so we got them designated by the school as important to your diabetes care yeah and then they were able to stay together with you when you guys moved out of freshman housing into sophomore housing you guys have a bigger apartment now everybody gets their own room yeah. Um, and that's pretty cool. They don't have to wear a vest with like a logo that says "Don't pet me" or anything. Like I that. hope they do. Wouldn't that be great? Can you um, imagine? I'm like, uh, actually, she doesn't speak to people. Don't directly. <laughs> don't directly look at her. Don't look at her. She's don't touch hearing, her. She's just hearing. I need glucagon. <laughs> uh, she's my emotional support person. Uh, but anyway, that was really nice of the school to like do that. It was not a common thing. But one of the the reasons we. So you moved into an apartment. It's still it's still housing at the school, 
but it has its own kitchen, which is very important because, and I've said this on the podcast a number of times, but I want you to talk about it a little bit. I think the biggest surprise about you going away to college was how terrible the food was yeah. and how much of an impact it had on your blood sugar and everything. Yeah. So when we went on the tour, I remember touring the school and going into that cafeteria, that freshman cafeteria. Those guys were sitting there and you talked to them. I remember all that. Yeah, yeah. And I just, and I thought, oh, finally, because Cole went to college and Cole's food situation was bad. Yeah. And mine I, wasn't bad like that, but it was just not healthy. Yeah. So it's one of those things where when you look at it, it's like new and clean and there's a big selection. But when you really stop and eat it every day, it's just fried food and processed food and crappy food. And it took a lot of insulin. Yeah. And I remember also after you eat, you don't feel like you've eaten anything because just empty carbs, yeah, and empty, empty calories. Yeah, um, I can remember you're not gonna remember this, but you were only there a couple of days, and I sent you a text. I was like, Arden, you got a bolus because your blood sugar was shooting up, and you were like, Dad, I promise, like, look, I put in so much insulin for this, I counted the carbs, right? Like, this whole thing, and you really you had, um, and I mean, it's a massive amount of insulin, it didn't touch the food. And so you used, I mean... I would change my pods more frequently than... They weren't making it three days now. No. Um, do you think... And I ate, like, twice a day. Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't do three meals a day. I, there's days where I only ate once a day because I was like, I don't, even, I don't even have time to go eat food right yeah. now. If you were, like, a low-carb person, could you have eaten in that cafeteria? I don't even know what you would eat there. I don't know. If you were a low-carb person, you don't know what you could possibly I don't know. even know. Yeah. I, I make that point to people sometimes. Like, if you're going to think you're going to, like, raise somebody very low-carb and send them to college, and they're going to eat on campus, it's going to be hard to find items. Um, but anyway, yeah. that was really... I don't even... I don't know. I think there's one college I heard of that has, um, like, a good dining hall, and it's UMD. Really? Yeah. Apparently, their food is, like, amazing. Hmm. And that's all I know. There's one in the Northeast, too, that has, like, great... Bodine, maybe, but I mean, it's like a school. I think it was like eighty thousand dollars a year to go to, so you would think they'd give you a decent piece of fish, um, you know, in, in that situation. But I mean, that was tough because there was a big adjustment, and I can tell you, like from my perspective, not being there was a little hard because I was like, she needs a lot more insulin, and I had to just trust that you were going to figure it out. Yeah, like when you didn't trust me on the way home from class that one time, you're like, oh, you're getting low, you're getting low. You were really low. I well, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm an adult. It's not that. So now you, I hope you understand. It's not that I don't trust you. It's not the point. Like trust has nothing to do with it. You're walking home from class. It's like 730 at night. Your blood sugar's falling really fast. I know how it works. Yeah. And I can't get to you. Yeah, I get it. Like even if I had to call the cops right then, I wouldn't know where to tell them you are. Oh, Can yes, you, you would. You got you got my location. Oh, I could. Yeah, I guess I could have figured that out. It's still scary. Can you see it's scary? I mean, I get it, but I mean, at some point, come on. Like, I've, ha I've had the disease for enough, a long period of time. Like, I, I was going to take care of it. We adjusted well. Mom just sleeps through it. She doesn't. If you go, you go. Uh, but she, um, but I'm, I'm okay, actually. I sleep well when you're at school. I don't have any problems. I actually, I have to say, I hear the alarms better when you're not here. Than I do when you're here. Why? I don't know. Because it feels more important because of the distance. Like, because now it's not just me getting up and walking down the hall. It's me having to get you on the phone. And that's, you know, that's scary. Because if I can't get to you, if I can't wake you up, then you got to like, start bouncing around to the other girls and try to wake one of them up to go do it. I think that happened like once. 
one time one of them was like your dad called and you have to drink this i think but it was like right i had woken up right as like they were walking in mm-hmm. but i would always get like text messages and it was like juice juice ju-. i'm like in the middle of just like class and i'm getting like ding 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 and my teacher's like silence your phones and i'm like what the is going on and then i look and it's like juice juice ju-. i'm like it's not they're not even like trying to notify me they're just trying to like with me i'm like <laughs> i'm like i know i know i know so your friends are like you're low let's go do something um, if i looked up the juice box emoji and like my messages i'd probably have like 70 texts mm-hmm. i actually i'm very hopeful because we just switched your algorithm um i don't think you're gonna have as many lows and you didn't have i want to be clear you seem to say that sentence quite a lot i know right but i don't think you first of all you didn't have a ton of lows it wasn't like it wasn't like you spent the whole semester like oh my god I'm dying. Like, Lows are amazing when you're about to eat dinner. <laughs> Why? Because makes dinner better. Low blood sugar makes dinner better. It makes you more hungry. Makes you but does the food taste better? No, actually no. It just makes you more hungry. So it's like because I'm not really I don't I don't have like I'm not like sitting there and I'm like craving eating something. Mm-hmm. I, I mean unless you know unless I'm really craving eating something, okay. but. I'm, but not like naturally, I'm not like oh, I'm so excited to eat dinner. But then when your blood sugar is low, you're like so excited to eat dinner. Yeah, I got that. Um, so okay, so overall, good experience. Did diabetes impact negatively your college experience? I don't think. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't uh. I mean, if you're not sitting here thinking it was ruined, I mean, it could have been better yeah. <laughs> without it, but. No, not particularly. Okay, that's good. Uh, can you please tell the story of, I really hope you tell, please tell the story, of the British teacher who sees your Omnipod? No, I, you know why? Because I got to make a reputation for myself one day. So, no, I'm not telling the story. Because you don't want to do it. Because what if I got to go back to her and I need something from her? I'm not, the story's not going to Well, I think it's lovely. I don't think it's like a bad story. Do you think? I don't think it's like endearing. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was interesting how I see yeah, now I can't tell it if you're right. So just be brief then. But there's no way to be brief. You just tell the story or you don't. Okay. But you're so good with her accent. Oh, I was wanna, I was not gonna do her. You were accent. not gonna do the accent? No, I was not. All right. I just so to me the story was I can talk around it. To me the story is that she sees your pump, she doesn't know what it is. She inquires about it. No. By the way, mm-hmm. after I tell her what it is, she tells me a 15-minute long story about a student she had last year who was a type 1 diabetic who designed a whole fashion line for people who have an Omnipod. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? So you do know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about right now? The, in my mind, for humor, the whole story is the first sentence she speaks to you when she looks at it. Yeah, she asked me what was wrong with me. <laughs> But in the accent, it's so much better. <laughs> the um, one of the like women who does our eyebrows asked me that too. Oh, where we like, get threaded together? Like a like t- couple weeks ago, oh. she pointed to my arm and she was like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, I- "Okay, um, <laughs> I mean a couple of things, but what are you talking about?" <laughs> By the way, the people who listen know that we get our eyebrows threaded together. Yeah, but you said I have to I have to lay off for a little bit. Yeah, because they, they're thinning yours out a little bit. They made my... Yeah, it happens to me, too. You just have to let them grow in for like a month or two and then go back and get them shaped again. Okay. I'll wait then. 
not me. I can just wait like a week and then I can go back. Your hair grows very quickly. So quickly. Very, very quickly. You just color Arden just colored her hair and in two days you could see her roots. Yeah. I like bleach bleach blonde, like platinum white and not even, I don't even think it was two days later. I think it was like thirty six hours. <laughs> it looks like it looked like a little black ant was hanging onto each hair at yeah. your head. It was that quick it popped out. Yeah. It was really crazy. Wow. Just means we gotta spend more money to get it done. Aren't you excited? <laughs> I'm very excited to spend more money to make your hair platinum. Yeah. Um. When you come home, Ugh. you're here to relax, like for sure, obviously. But you lose your rhythm on a number of different things, like your um. I get two months in the winter to come home and just like melt mm-hmm. into. A puddle. Sleeping puddle. Yeah. Right. And then I get three months in the summer to come home and melt again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sorry, I don't have a rhythm. You don't, wait, wait, like, it's, so I don't, I do understand, because it's a thing that happens to everybody. Also, as I get older, I just don't have the energy to do anything anymore. To take care of yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this whole thing that we're doing right now, I bet if you listen to, like, an interview we did a year ago or two years ago, mm-hmm. I was so much more, like, upbeat and, like, would well, snap back at you. I don't know. You're, I mean, you're maturing, but... I- I've always been mature, but, right. like, just I can't even... So much energy goes into talking. <laughs> so much energy goes into getting out of bed. So... I- so much energy goes into taking a shower. Mm-hmm. I can't do it all. <laughs> I can't do it all. So, but my question is, is that when, so when every time you've come home, it's like, it's like you've had a pattern at school. Like I'm going to take my tyrosine and my T3 at this time of night and you do it, right? Yeah. Like, every night. I don't think I've like missed a night yeah, ever. You were very consistent. Just like finals week is when I start to I sent like, you with everything up. I sent you with vitamins. You took them. I sent you with Ovacetol. You took it. I sent you with your tyrosine. You took it. You took care of your diet. Everything. We get home and it's like you don't remember any of that exists. Oh no, I know it exists. Mm-hmm. I know. It, is it the thing you're giving away to give yourself a break? Yes. You never, you don't ignore your diet. I've never seen you burn out on your diabetes. Like be like, I well, can't. that's a life or death situation. of vitamins are not going to kill me. <laughs> You're like, hmm, maybe I'm just going to kill myself today. But let me take my vitamins. So you, so you actually do feel like even just you feel burned out from taking the vitamins, as an example. <laughs> so- which is a weird thing. So to say. much work. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but you've never turned that onto your diabetes. I've never seen you like I'm not bolusing for this or like you don't do that really. Yeah, I feel like I just said this. That's a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. Do I have to tell you? But the magnesium helps me make poopy. Like that's not a thing you want to happen. Yeah, I'm chilling. I can just not take a poop for a day. <laughs> okay. Um but you do you have any doubt that we're gonna pack your stuff up, send you back, and you're gonna boom, just jump right back on and, and have a, a pattern that you, you follow? the way things go okay i mean if i don't then well mm-hmm. it was nice knowing you <laughs> so um this is the first time so so far every time you've gone to school we've driven you or you've driven with somebody but this is it like you're going back by yourself in a car by yourself driving all the way to where do i have to tell people you go to school hmm 
remember you were on the podcast one time and you were like, tell them I go to Chicago or something like that? Oh, did I? Let's change it. I, okay. um, <laughs> they know where you go, by the way. What? I mean, I get emails. I just got an email from a lady, I swear to you, three days ago. Hey, I hear there's a storm coming. If Arden needs anything, I'm very close to her school. Uh, yeah, because I go to school in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So you're going to make about a 14-hour drive. Nah, 15. By yourself. Yeah. And so we're going to, this is the, I mean, you're a good driver and you've driven distances before. You drove from school to where Cole is to visit him. It's like four hours. That took, that's four hours of highway driving. You did fine. Yeah. Put on my little, my little Arden Benner station that the car curates for you. Yeah. (laughs) And, but what did you bring with you for like low blood sugars when you were driving? It happened to be like 30 minutes into the drive, too. So 30 minutes into your ride, you got low? I was like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. So what did you do? That's all I felt. Um, I opened a juice box and I, dri- I mean, it wasn't difficult. But it wasn't like some crazy low. You were just drifting low. Yeah. Okay. So I took care of it. I went, hmm, it's a little dizzy up here, <laughs> but I'm going to keep driving and I'll just drink a juice. Is that smart? Well. Do you think you should have pulled over? Um, no. (laughs) Safety first. No. Um, But so this is a big one. Like, you're going to make about a six-hour drive. You're going to stop at a friend's house, a family friend's. You're going to spend the night. Then you're going to probably cleave off the next eight or so hours on another drive. Are you nervous about that at all? No. I'm actually very excited to make my first stop and get food. So, you know, like when you go on a long drive and you make your first stop and then you get your like bag of food for the rest of the trip mm-hmm. and it's got like your chips and your candy and sure. some like terrible muffin. <laughs> I'm so excited to make that trip, but it's going to be hard to do because I'm not going to like, I'm going to need to put the chip bag in a good spot. Mm-hmm. You'll have to find a place yeah. in the car. Now we've, I think we've highlighted basically the two big scary things about driving across the country by yourself. Right. I uh, honestly, I don't know what are the two big scary things. Well, I mean, the the two worst things that we can imagine: your blood sugar gets too low, and you're by yourself in your car. That's the one thing we're trying to avoid. Uh, blood sugar, just don't let it get low, and uh, lock your door. Okay. And then the other thing easy. we're worried about. I mean, I'm worried about is, you know, human trafficking, assault, things like that. Yeah, lock your door. Like you being by yourself. So do you have a plan? Like when you get out of a rest stop, are you going to try to look frumpy? gonna wear a hood oogly boogly <laughs> i'm just gonna try to look scary no you know oogly boogly oh you're just gonna yell oogly boogly at them <laughs> see if that runs them away yeah it by the way 100 percent works <laughs> i've had a 100 percent success rate with that um tried it on every person i know at school they all get stunned and it's enough time to do whatever you gotta do you want to punch them in the face you want to run you want to kick them in the balls you can do whatever you want Oogly boogly. I mean, there's a you don't just say the words oogly boogly. You got to do the hands and the voice, (laughs) but it works. So what what did we always joke privately? No one. If somebody tried to grab you to like human traffic, you you would just tell them you're diabetic. But also we realized that might be terrible because what if they're like, oh, perfect. You're going to run out of insulin and you'll just be dead in no time. I won't even have to kill you. I won't even have to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone back and forth on it. Like, do we just say, hey, I'm going to be too much of a hassle. You don't want me. Or is that a downside? Yeah. We can't decide. Like, I don't, mm, I don't know what I would say. Like, do you, do you tell them that you're 
do you tell them that like your dad's a sheriff or is that like are you just automatically dead just say my dad is liam neeson (laughs) and if you take me i'd be like i'd be like who's your favorite celebrity (laughs) that is my father you know would you like an autograph (laughs) let's go find a phone i'll call him for you 911. I'd be like, you don't look Spanish. And I'd be like, well, I'm adopted. <laughs> I know, but Antonio Banderas is my father. <laughs> That's actually a funny story. That's a funny story? You ever seen Spy Kids? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Robert Rodriguez, he directed that. He originally made a low-budget film called El Mariachi. <laughs> and <laughs> just get real deep. He is my godfather. <laughs> so, I've been at his house multiple times for dinner. He makes us pizza from scratch. That's the thing I know Robert Rodriguez does. I don't know why I know that. Because you do it too. Mm, that's not why. By the way, I haven't had the pizza from scratch in two years. Oh, we didn't do that the whole time you were home. Didn't do that. I didn't get my lobster mac and cheese. Mm. I can make the pizza for you still. Not the, I am near not the lobster mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I heard in that sentence. That was the thing you dropped on me two days ago. Can you make me lobster mac and cheese before I go back? Okay, T minus four days before exit. You can't make lobster mac and cheese I don't know. I don't what know. are you super busy i don't even know if i've ever first of all i make a podcast at Inver- yeah wow well, this looks like it's hard it's a lot of work <laughs> okay it's a lot of work um so we did a thing a little late we switched your algorithm to something else but it's working well and i'd like to stick with it we can always switch back if you don't like it do you have enough comfort with it or do we need to go over it a little it's more? just buttons i'll figure it out you'll figure it out yeah. great Okay, so you have enough comfort with it that we can go along. Um, the last time you were... So your your year is broken up oddly. Um, different than other schools, really. So you're going to go back, start early September, and then... Would you like me to tell it? Yeah, yeah. How does that go? Okay, I'll go back. I start classes on the 11th, and then I will come home like a week before, maybe four or five days before Thanksgiving, and then I won't end up going back to school until January, like, 6th or 7th, probably. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be there, and then we'll get a spring break in, like, uh, March or April at some point. But it's going to be, like, not even a week long, or 10 days, I guess. But it's, like, based on how far I am, 10 days is, like too much time to just sit in your dorm room but not enough time to go home so you just don't end up going home you like find something near you and then i don't end up going back home until um june 1st so i'm there for like six months straight so for the 10 day gap we can fly you back i don't uh no No. i'd rather just drive myself back yeah but then you lose three days three days yeah it's a day each way i can do it in one trip (laughs) well I don't know if that's a good idea. No. Uh, personally, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I probably won't do that. I'll probably just stay. Yeah. Make friends. Well, not that. But <laughs> was, they were. Maybe you'll just work, get your work done. Maybe I'll, maybe you'll melt into a puddle. Maybe I'll. Hmm, this is good. You know, since I'm in Florida, <laughs> you guys could go on a trip, go south. Everyone probably, probably is going to go home though. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out when it happens. You could just fly home. It's a cheap... There's a really cheap flight from where you are to here. Like like 100 bucks. I don't... I just, like... Uh, planes... I, the, the airport thing, I, ugh, I hate it. Yeah, but it's it. that little tiny airport. No, it's not the plane. It's not planes. I, I'm fine on a plane. I hate going through security. All right, but this is a pretty small airport. It's still very slow. That has nothing to do And we can do drop it, you here just... locally. You don't have to go to Newark. 
Why would we be near Newark? We don't live near Newark. <laughs> don't tell people where we live. <laughs> it's a pretty vague description, don't you think, Newark? Yeah, because we live in Manhattan. A hundred percent. Not where you think. Um, all right. So you're not concerned. You're not worried. The first semester went fine. The biggest thing was the food. Now, one of the things we said we were going to do this summer that we one million percent did not do. Recipes? Yes. Yeah, like pull some recipes together and stuff. Yeah, this isn't a big deal. There. I can find a recipe on the internet and just make something. You'll be okay cooking for yourself. I'm a, I mean, you know, men are cool, but I'm a woman. I can make myself. You can handle it. This is what we were made for. <laughs> <laughs> I was built to cook. <laughs> It's 1953. Um, you, um, it's different because it's all ingredients. You have to figure out the carbs a little differently. Oh, uh, yeah, I got it. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's a uh, harder things to face. Okay, good in life. I like that. I think it's good. How are you enjoying school? Do you mean last year? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it is what it is, and what is it? Here's the thing. That you all will learn once you get older. <laughs> all you youngins out You're there. definitely talking to people who are 25 like years old. Like 62 years old, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, I love... Actually, my cousin said this earlier today. She was like, you're very much a person who likes to romanticize her life and make it like seem more fun and like big. Because mm-hmm. I like to do that, like... My end goal is like to live in New York City and have a fashion company and and like wh- I mean how realistic is all I mean it's gonna be realistic that's the goal but like how realistic is this whole thing you know mm-hmm. what I mean but when, once you just like I don't know like once you just like live on your own you realize how simple everything is like life is very boring <laughs> <laughs> right which is so sad yep wish you all the best but life is so boring like it's just repetitive and you do the same thing every day. And this and that. So I like to sit outside every once in a while for a couple of hours and just look at the trees. Nice. Yeah. But wait, I don't know where I was. What did you ask me? I asked you how you were enjoying school. Oh. And you said, here's the thing. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's get to that. Um. So school is fun. So like you go to art school in Florida and <laughs> totally going to make them think that. And you think it's going to be like this whole thing because like you see all these videos and like what they show you. And it is like that. But it's also like school. <laughs> yeah. Well, and colleges so, do what social media does. They show you like a bite of the best part of it. And that's not nearly the whole thing. It's a couple of experiences you have over a few months. The best part of school or the I would say the best part of going to my school. It, like, I mean, I like the classes and everything, but it's like finishing a project, like the feeling you get from that, because mm-hmm. like you don't think you're going to die. Like, you finish it, and your whole body's like, oh. Right. And then just, like, hanging out with your friends. Not even, like, not going out with them, not, like, going to places or doing anything, just literally sitting in a room together and talking. That and finishing a project are probably the best parts of college. But you met that handsome boy from the the airplane movie. Miles Teller. Yes. I know, and he heard my name, turned around, looked utterly confused and walked away so you know whatever famous people did you meet when you were there i didn't i I didn't really meet anyone but he was there janelle monet was there um jenna ortega was there right sydney sweeney was there i believe you know sydney sweeney i don't know that one you do you can look her up later okay you know jenna ortega that person she's the wednesday girl the wednesday girl yeah Yeah, that i got you and you know janelle monet 
Janelle Monet is that girl who I think of as being a very pretty kind of light-skinned black girl who's got her hair pulled back very tight. Do I have her? She wears cool hats. Okay. But I got her about right. Yeah, you ever seen her at the Met Gala? I feel like she had that like polka dot look that one time or something. And that, I know, and I know Miles Teller's the the boy from the movie, um, from Top Gun, but also from the drumming movie, Whiplash, Whiplash, but also one. from Divergent, but also, mm-hmm. and I could keep going with that. <laughs> but um, they were there, and Machine Gun Kelly was there. Really? Yeah, I wasn't part of that. <laughs> I was busy that day. Was Miles Teller actually handsome in person? Yeah, he looked a little like. Why am I here? Not like, not like, um, upset that he was here, but like, but like he could have been in a hotel bed, <laughs> you know, but he like went on, he was like telling a speech about apparently like our school was like the first school he, like when he first got like known, he like went to our event mm-hmm. and it was like 13 years ago or something. And now he's like back here because he just did a movie with like Tom Cruise and he was like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Excellent. All right. Um, but uh, he didn't want to acknowledge me or anything. So somebody yelled out your name. Moved down like, on my list. What, what, it, what did, hold on, I can do this. What did Jules yell to Miles Teller? That <laughs> she was around? like, Miles! Just nonstop, by the way. It just kept happening. And she goes, say Arden! But it just, it was so loud. And at, at this point, I was like, I actually, I don't want him to say it now. Like, I don't even want him to hear it anymore. Like, because one day I want to have a name for myself. And he's going to be like, is that that f- name that I heard? At, you know, <laughs> that me in, in uh, Georgia that one time. Well, in Florida. Oh, Florida. And, um, and I don't know. I just, he did end up hearing it. I have it on video. He turns back and he like looked at us and he like laughed and then he walked away. And then Jules ran outside while he's getting to the car, and she's like, "Miles, I said stay on it," and just kept going. And I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, okay." <laughs> um, what was was there a difficult part about being away from home? Like, did you ever feel homesick? Oh, I missed my room so much. Okay. That doesn't have to do with anything, but I missed my room. That was that was honestly my biggest thing. Yeah. I miss my room and I miss the ability to just go out whenever you want. And it's not like trouble because you know, I'm in a city. So it's like, like trying to get like, if you just want to go out one night and get dinner, like it is an hour and a half wait to just sit somewhere right. and then there too. Oh, nowhere to park. You have to like walk. I mean, you can drive, but then you got to pay, but then it's gonna, impossible to find a spot. So then you got to walk, but then your legs hurt. So then you can't wear cute shoes. So then what's the point of going out? Mm-hmm. And it's like a whole thing. So. Did you like it when we came and visited? No, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> what I, do you mean? I meant, was it a nice distraction Like when we came in for a visit once or twice? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was good? Yeah. Because you don't want, like, we're not trying to, you know what I mean? No, I, I honestly have no idea We're not idea trying to, like, like, ruin your thing and make you feel like we, you know, but it was not, we, we thought it was nice to come and visit. Yeah. Although we were in that dirty hotel that one time. I did not enjoy that. Yeah. It was like such a nice hotel and our room was so dirty. Yeah, those flirtings. I got that for free. The hotel. I, I know. I, yeah, I know you I did. That was like my best moment. I know. You probably year. had a lot of fun doing that. I didn't enjoy it as much as you think. It was upsetting. Did you have fun uh, yelling at the guy on the phone though? About your hotel room? Oh my God. That's when I came down for... Okay, so we can talk about that. So you... It was like the end of the year. It was getting towards the end of that five month stretch. Yeah, like I, if I go home in June 1st, it was like probably end of april there's like a parents day or something like that it was parents, parents weekend. weekend and, and by the way 
not one of my friends knew that was a thing. Really? None of us knew Parents Weekend was a thing. And then someone said it and we were like, Parents Weekend? So you were getting a little frazzled at the end. I well, I hadn't been home in like five, like five months. months. Yeah, it was the longest you'd ever been away from home. And we were talking to you one night and mom was like, hey, you want to go down there and hang out with her for the weekend or something? Because she looks a little like like electric. You look like somebody plugged you into the wall outlet and didn't pull it out right away. Like you were just like talking about school and you're like, there's a lot going on and blah, blah. And I said, why don't we just, I'll come down, I'll get a hotel room and we'll spend the weekend in a hotel and just chill out and we'll have dinner and just relax and everything like that. Yeah. So we did that. And that was lovely, except when we got, I got there. So I flew down, Arden picked me up at the airport and then we go to go to the hotel and the hotel's like, we don't have your reservation. That was upsetting. I, I thought had, they were going to be like April fools. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> we were sitting in the car just like, um, we like parked in a parking garage. We called them and it was know, my parking garage at school Yeah, and everyone heard him yelling. Yes. I yelled on the phone a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the people who listen might not know that I, I, I can get... He's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> they might not know that I'm a terrible person. No, I don't yell really much at all anymore. When I was younger... Anymore. I, I enjoyed yelling a lot. Let me tell you a story about Scott Benner. The, and then so I whipped it out again on the phone. I was like, I just flew here like from across the country and you don't have a hotel room for me. And, and all you can say is, we'd be happy to refund your money. And I was like, well, no sh- You're going to refund my money. <laughs> I need, Thank you. But that doesn't help me. I'm si- I'm going to end up sleeping in this car, and um. So then I finessed found- and found a hotel room, which was so expensive. Oh my god! So it was like it was like when you visit this this spot that I mysteriously go to school in, like you know uh you know the family here. Let me let me just explain go ahead. It to explain you. it. You know the man who this white man this white man you see walking down the street in a very nice suit and a good watch and he's a little ugly but you know he's got money and his wife is like was very pretty in high school <laughs> and she's walking next to him in like a pencil dress and they're about to walk into a hotel and she has a clutch under her hand that's the type of hotel i got us into yes and because it was the only thing left yes it was there was literally one room we left. were i was in so much trouble so like, my school like move-in weekend parents weekend and when you gotta leave like you need to book in advance right so i'm stuck i have to take whatever i can get i i booked a hotel that was maybe like i don't know, like 250 dollars a night or something like that for my, for you and i yeah and it was nice and it was all good but then we get there and it's not there now there's nothing left we're calling around we're looking online we can't find anything Arden's like i found a room but it was what, what was it like it was right like a thousand dollars a night something yeah something yeah, like that something absolutely insane yeah and so we booked it because what the hell else was I going to do? And then I screamed at the guy from Expedia until, yeah, he, paid, Expedia. until he paid the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so basically. So Expedia, did you end up even paying really for it? I mean, I paid the original, like whatever I was supposed to pay, 250 300 whatever that was. Yeah. I paid that. But then the, I made them pay the balance of it. Yeah. Look at that. But I. Everything works out. But be honest. Abusive to the man on the phone. Because he did not want to do Yeah, that. I mean, like, this is just the job he's got. And <laughs> you're, like, screaming at him on, like, a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. So so the best thing I can say to make this... Because people listen to the podcast pretty much know me, I guess, pretty well. 
Um, That's nice. Are these all your friends? So I don't be, there's no reason to be mean. <laughs> um, they, they are my friends. And, um, but I, I have a couple of like weird superpowers. One of them is I can yell really loud and still make sense. And that throws people off a little bit, I think. So I'm yelling, cursing, and making sense. I'm a little ahead in the conversation, and I did badger him into doing it eventually. And he actually did it. I sent him a bill, and they refunded me the money. I think we got water ice after that. After we yelled at him, we got water ice? Yeah. It's nice. Do you and I say water differently? I say water. You say water. Water? Like an idiot. I'm trying to say water more, but it sounds weird when I say water. it. Water. Say, say wa- it like a Brit. Water? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so when I say water. You know uh, when British people find someone attractive, they say, ah, you're fit. Is that what they say? They say you're fit. Or I think apparently if you say like you're, you're smart, that's supposed to be like attractive too. Okay. Well, when I say water, is that the correct way to say it? So it's not that. It's actually water. Water? Yeah. It sounds weird when I say it like that. Um, I know it's not. I had a guy with a really thick British accent on this year. He was pretty good, but he was hard to understand. For, like, I, it took me a couple minutes to like soak him up and like be able to hear him. Um, yeah, so I yelled was at the he guy. A, from, a good Brit or a bad Brit? Was he a Brit that you can listen to, or a Brit you get a headache from? No, he was he was terrific. He was sometimes really, they give me headaches. Sometimes they give you headaches. I actually think they're like the like that and like Australian people. I a lot love. of people from Australia listen to this. Go ahead. Okay, but I was going to compliment them. Go ahead. I, that's, like, my favorite accents. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a certain pitch of British that makes my head ring. What's the difference? I don't know. Like, uh, there's a certain pitch of British, and I just, like, can't... Like, if I'm watching a show, I just can't for too long. Can I call this episode Pitch of British? Maybe. Do you know this is going to be the 900th and 99th episode of the podcast? This is episode 999. It's like a, the angel numbers, as the kids say. Is that what they say? Yeah. What that that probably, it's probably an angel number that means something. I, bet you I wouldn't know what it is. but <laughs> I don't think it means anything. Um, oh, you might upset some people with that. Really? Yeah. I, oh, okay. Let me go back. I believe in angel numbers. And uh, if you guys want to diffuse no, um, you, essential oils, I think that's good, too. You respect angel numbers. And I respect essential oils. Don't say oils. you believe in something you don't believe in. Don't be a faker. <laughs> Whenever I make fun of essential oils, I think people are probably mad at me. (laughs) But honestly, I put them on before bed and they do nothing. One of them actually smells terrible. (laughs) But it says it relaxes you, but it makes me really upset. (laughs) I'm like, this is terrible. It's supposed to relax me? (laughs) It's funny. It's It's disgusting. All right. um, Well, you seem like everything's okay. (laughs) The one thing uh, that we got messed up on was I... For sure thought I sent you enough insulin. And then... Nope. Nope. That up. Yeah. But I didn't know about the food. I didn't know how bad it was going to be. So... Mm. So, I mean, so we worked it out. But it, but we had <laughs> to have over insulin. over your words over there. But, hey, I don't Because you know you messed up. I mean, I, I... But I did send it. If you were eating at home... Get it the sentence it out. It would have been enough if you were eating at home. But down there, it just didn't work out. Yeah, fat ass down there. <laughs> do you think it's going to be okay this time? You real? So I guess my real question is, do you really think you're going to cook for yourself? I mean, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? It's all in God's hands. Is it? Um, but I'm you, not religious, but <laughs> this is in God's hands. 
So you're going to have to have meals, like food for meals on hand. And at the same time, you might have to supplement it with some of the school's offerings here and there. I don't know what you just said, but I'll just make myself food. Okay. I'm sure I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll, uh... Hmm. Go ahead. Like a nice rice bowl. A rice bowl? <laughs> you know what mom goes, says to me? She goes, we need to get you a steamer. And I was like, that? Okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to college, not culinary school. You don't a steamer? You think of culinary? I think it's just a, I mean, just a nice rice steamer. Does, I mean, that seems nice, but it seems like it's over $55. So a little too much, you're saying. Yeah. What if we sold some of your clothing to pay nope. for it? <laughs> I'd rather never have rice. <laughs> I don't think mom's wrong. I think we could get you a nice little rice maker. would be a good idea. I mean, shit, while we're at it, let's get me a toaster. You know, you need a toaster? Actually, I don't know. I don't, I feel like uh, Jules might have got a toaster. See how quickly I'm coming up with these names again? I'm fascinated that you were able to give them fake names and use them correctly in these sentences. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm holding on tight That's to how it. smart people work. That's how smart people me work. Me and Elon Musk mm-hmm. and Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates yeah. and Albert Einstein. <laughs> you, you'd be able to do <laughs> when it. When we're in a room together, it's crazy. That's how you do it. Um, we sit in a circle. We sit in a circle. And we just talk. And about, pray to the devil. About all the... No. No, 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 no. No? Oh, my gosh. Um, do you recognize how much of your insulin management is handled by an algorithm? Like, do you know that if you weren't running an algorithm, you'd be doing a lot more intensive work with your blood sugar? I mean, yeah, I lived without one for a while. Yeah, so you, you, you do see the difference. Do you realize that I've had diabetes longer than you think? Not longer than you think. You got it when you were two. I know that, but I'm 19, saying at 17 I understood how it worked prior to this. Yeah. Well, can I say something in like heartfelt to you? <sighs> okay. I thought you did a really terrific job. While you were there, you by told yourself. me this. I know, but I'm telling you now. Oh, really. he's saying it so the fans can so hear other it. people can hear. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, I was yeah. really pleased. Your A1C crept up a tiny bit, but it was very respectable, and you were doing an amazing job. And I actually think it's going to come back down now because it's back down now that you're home. I know you don't know that, but it is. <laughs> I mean, hope it's doing well. Yeah, you just you don't know though, right? Send it a greeting card. Yeah, I don't know. Um, how did you? like dislike etc what did you think of moving from a pediatric endocrinologist to an adult endocrinologist <laughs> if you didn't just say that to me i have no idea that happened <laughs> you don't remember i have no recollection of this happening now i do i understand because i said it yeah but um yeah went well <laughs> i don't know i mean but that's prescri- another prescriptions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. awesome but that's another lucky thing that you, I don't know how aware you are of it. Like a lot of people have trouble when they move to an adult endo and you were able to go to Addie because, you know, she helps with other are stuff. Are they like people who think they know everything or something? There are a lot of bad adult endocrinologists. This is what you do if you have one. They start talking, you go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you don't wrong? Know? What if you're the person and you don't know and they're giving you bad information? You'd have no idea. They drive your blood sugars. In the you uh, you listen to the Juice Box podcast. That's right. You listen to the podcast. At, That's look, not a look what I just did there. You're welcome. Thank you. Give me a cut of this episode. <laughs> you, a cut of the episode? Yeah. Is that how you think of the episodes? Is just pieces of money? Yes. I don't think of it that way. All right. Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I mean, that was very smooth, but we were lucky because we had a really great doctor and she was very cool. She, You know, she doesn't even... 
um, managed type ones. She did this because she knew you already. Yes, I'm aware. Very nice of her, actually. And how much nicer is it going to her when you sit in a nice chair and you chat and she's actually listening to you and they don't rush you out and all that stuff? And I find it really nice. And they put a, a pad of paper and a pen next to you for notes. That's right. She yeah. has a... It's like case. therapy, but you don't actually talk about your feelings. <laughs> Never been, but I think that's At therapy? Yeah. Talk about your feelings. Can you imagine if after this is over, like none, like nothing I said picked up? I've done that twice so far. Recorded an episode and nothing Did you recorded. bang your head against the wall? It's or? really f***ing infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> I also did one where 20 minutes into the conversation, I realized it wasn't recording. And I had to say to the person, stop, 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 stop. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And we just started over again. And that's weird because then you have a 20-minute conversation after having a 20-minute conversation. And you're trying to rebuild it, but it doesn't come out exactly the same. So it's confusing. And then once you get past the stuff that you talked about, then it starts to flow better. It's interesting how it works. But one time, it was a famous person. Victor Garber. I did not record his That is his the voice. only famous person I know that's been on this podcast. Other than Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place. Right. But was... we're tight, so me and her. Yeah. Yeah. I see her on the TV a lot. <laughs> uh, also, a couple of big like baseball players have been on here. Um, I mean, Dark right. Feller has been on a couple of oh, times. He's the baby daddy thing. Baby daddy guy. Um, Chris Freeman's been on a bunch. He's an Olympic athlete. It's very cool. I Oh, no, wait. I did the... Um, Hmm? Shoot, I really like this girl, and I just forgot her name, and now I feel bad. What was she? What did she do? Charlotte. At what? The um, That's a, that was really broad. Charlotte Jewelry. I don't know who that is. You know who her girlfriend is. Remember, I did the interview, and then I was like, "Hey, her." After we got done talking, her girlfriend came and said hi, and I was like, "And and I showed you a picture." And she's, you were like, "Oh my god, that's the girl from the Olympics, the gymnast." You don't remember this? I'm sure if I saw another photo. <laughs> I didn't remember. Okay, wait. No, it's actually a lot funnier. I didn't. So we scheduled little insight on my life. I went to the OBGYN while I was home this sun, summer. Mm-hmm. And we scheduled an appointment for me. And my mom did it on the phone because she was also scheduling herself one. And she was just hitting, two, hitting a bird. What is it? Two birds, one stone? I, I thought you were going to say <laughs> two holes with one stone. But no. Yeah, okay. I mean, that too. But um, so she's scheduling an appointment and she keeps telling me that this doctor's name is. Um, she tells me the doctor's name. And then she was, I don't know, like, I don't remember. It. And then I was like, who is this, like, doctor? I'm like, trying to remember her. And she's like, the Indian woman. And I'm like, no way that woman was Indian. I'm like, thinking about it. I'm like, she was, no way. Like, I'm really missing something. So it turns out we actually switched OBGYNs like four years ago. And you didn't remember that either. I had no, this woman did surgery on me. I had no recollection. I was thinking of the woman from like years ago. Oh, the the with the curly kind of yes. Yeah, no, that is not the. Remember, lady. like we'd go in our office. There's a photo of her family in there. Yeah, I like, I could see it in my head, and I was like, no way that woman is Indian. Yeah, that woman is not Indian. She, she's like Jewish, I think. <laughs> she is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, am I like really off on something here? Like, do I need to like study? But, but when you saw, I almost said her name, but when you saw her, did you think, oh, I know this lady? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's the woman who, you know, did that did the surgery, on, surgery me. on me. She walked in the room and I went, oh, but I was also half naked. So I didn't say that out loud. 
I, I was like, I know who you are. So yeah, nice. I don't. I that's the. I mean, doctors they're, they're great. They do a lot and they go to school for a while. But I am not going to remember. How did you enjoy your first OB appointment? It uh, wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. Was it upsetting? Like, was you, it upsetting? You, was it unnerving to go to the, for the first time? Oh, no. You just take your pants off and you sit there and she goes, scoot, scoot, because your ass is never low enough on the seat. Mm-hmm. Scoot, scoot. And she says it at least 10 times. <laughs> and then you finally scoot to the right spot. And then little do you know, some <laughs> random woman's fingers are in your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that random. I mean, we don't know each other like that. Right. So, yeah. Can you tell the story about the about the um oh the, the tiktok i saw the tiktok aquarium thing yeah. so ahead. i was on tiktok not that i'm on it a lot or anything but i was just you know stumbled across it one day and this video came up of a woman and she was like what is the worst like ad you've ever seen or whatever that like i don't know just any ad you've ever seen that's like just kind of terrible and this woman was saying i'm sure all of these people have seen this video because it went viral but she was saying how there was a billboard put up in her town because an aquarium was coming and <laughs> so i don't know if anyone has ever been to an aquarium but sometimes they do like the little shark tanks with like the small sharks and you do the two finger touch where like you put your two like what is it your middle finger and your in your and was it pointer your pointer finger your pointer in your, in your middle, middle finger and then you put that out and yeah and you just two you finger f- touch the you fish hold your thumb in and yeah like this like <laughs> yes. you're making a little gun yes right well other things too and you just two finger touch the fish very lightly slimy little fish and whatever that's it but the billboard was just showing you that how to do the two finger touch and it said guess what's coming (laughs) (laughs) and um we all guessed no one guessed the the sharks sharks. um it's hilarious because it's it's literally a full-size highway it is so big with this a lady's hand with the two fingers up, it takes up a third of and the And then billboard. under it was, like, the aquarium's name, and it said something like, let's get wet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's got to be fake, don't you think? Uh, either someone's a genius or someone is actually an idiot. <laughs> but either way, genius marketing. But for I'd, the last two weeks, we've, we've been basically, like... Saying, guess what's coming. Guess what's coming and making the two-finger thing in the house. <laughs> Show you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, TikTok. It's not just China taking over. It's actually fun. Yeah. I love a good TikTok. You know what else I love? Is mm. that after we're done with this, I'm so prepared to eat something. Yeah. Getting ready for a But meal. I don't know what I want. This has uh, been a problem since you were a child. What? You deciding what to eat. I don't crave food. It's one of the most annoying parts about you. Oh, well, okay. Well, if we're going to start naming all those. I have a couple. <laughs> Um, let's see. Where should we start with you? I mean, I don't know where you would even begin. No, I know where I'd begin. <laughs> I think, being serious, um, when you, so it's really sad when you leave. Like, it's it's incredibly that sad. That felt sarcastic. No, it really is. You it's, should have seen his face when he Cole, said it. I, don't lie to them. It's, and Cole's been gone for like nine months now. He's coming back in a few months. Yeah, we're all fine here. <laughs> Every, and, and you're, and that's really sad. And then you're leaving. It's sad. But there's like this little part of my brain that's like, oh, God, you won't have to do our laundry anymore. Like, my laundry is 
a terrible thing to do because mm. I do it now. Um, not when I'm home because obviously, like, turn into a little princess when I'm home mm-hmm. and I just go like, ah. And Come my, give me juice, do my laundry. Yeah, um, I'm going to need you to feed me and rub me and do my laundry, but also leave me alone. <laughs> um, but no, because, you know, I have to do my laundry for like nine months of the year too. And it is vicious. I like because there's a lot of stuff I have to like hang to dry. My whole dorm is like full of my clothes hanging everywhere, and everyone is not like happy Broke, with it. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, just give me 24 hours. Sorry. <laughs> um, but now I'll have like a bigger space, so maybe I won't get yelled at. It is. It's. It's the only thing I'm excited about you leaving. That's nice. Because when you were gone and Cole wasn't here, like mom and I were keeping up with our laundry and putting it away and it was really like, I was like, oh my God. For hey, what if it's not that bad and you're just getting old? What? That's possible too because I move slower. You know, I have to wear shoes when I fold the laundry. I can't stand barefoot. <laughs> it hurts my heels. Actually, that happens to me too. Yeah, but I think it's because uh, No, actually, sometimes wearing shoes hurts my feet more than not wearing shoes. I have to wear those ugly slides that you don't like that I have. Yeah. My Bert Kreischer slides. That are really comfortable, by the way. Um, so, other ideas before we wrap up. We've talked about doing a... Uh, we should do a New Girl podcast. Because the actors are doing it, but it's not good. We could do a better job. Why would you... What if we meet them one day and now they've heard this? Well, if they hear this, <laughs> I want you to know I want to like your podcast, but it's just not good. I can't listen to it. And I want to. I I've want never very listened. Badly to listen to it. I've never listened. Actually, if we're talking about this, I want to know why Zoe Deschanel is marrying that man. Why do you think the he's... builder guy, the yeah. home renovator, right. the, who is the twin? What makes you wonder about it? It makes me wonder. Like, I mean, she's Zoe Deschanel. Like, maybe she loves him. Oh well, <laughs> you could love. I mean, I don't think that people have one true love. Okay. So she, she could find another enough. person. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him is off. I definitely know he's committed a weird crime. Wait, you can't say that on here. We don't definitely know that he's committed a crime. Oh, I... We're going to have to cut that out. Do we, do we know that for sure? No, I don't know that. Okay. Just the look in his eyes. Oh, so hold on one second. So you're saying by the look in his eyes, you assume he's committed a crime. Not... Well, yes. But that you don't know that he has. <laughs> no, You have I don't. no knowledge you, Maybe you should just cut this out for legal purposes. I don't know. I think that we've cleared it up now. You, you're saying that he gives you a crimey vibe. A lot of people do, and he is one of them. Okay. Well, let me but talk. to be fair, she could be a sidekick. Like, I, c- I could see her doing something, like, a little devious. I mean, wh- what are we talking about? The level of, like, stealing a person or robbing a bank or... I don't know what it is, but they've done something weird. <sighs> I, listen, I don't like to talk about it, but I'm not happy with her plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what about the girl who plays Cece, though? She's still very pretty. I, I wish good things for her. Yes, I do, too. It, does Winston do it with them? Yeah. Yeah, he's on that podcast, too. It's the three of them. I don't know. It meanders. I apologize. I know I make up. There's probably people listening to my podcast and think I meander, so whatever. Um, but I wanted to like it. I didn't like it. But I, I never listened. But a rewatch podcast for... I don't like podcasts. <laughs> a rewatch podcast for New Girl would be genius. Like a really good one. They did that for One Tree Hill. And by the way, people love it. Mm-hmm. The three girls, they do it. And That's people, nice. It's called Drama Queens. Well, also, I want to point out that the New Girl podcast with those three people is very popular. Oh. Yes. I'm not, I'm apparently the So only we had one. this whole conversation because you didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it, yes. Who That's, didn't you enjoy on it? Oh, I don't want Zoe Deschanel. I don't like her on it. 
I don't. Hmm, There's a lot of big voice talking. Do you know what I mean by that? Like she's acting while talking? <sighs> like, if, I, I don't I don't want to be, I love New Girl so much. And I those people, I, I'm such a fan of that show. I'm not speaking poorly about anybody. Um, but it feels like a bunch of high school cheerleaders know that they're being recorded. And they talk in big voices and they're happy. And like, I don't know, I don't, it doesn't seem completely real to me. Yeah, I don't have a voice to you have a you have a you put on a voice when you do the podcast. You think I put on a voice? You one hundred percent put on a voice wh- when you do the podcast. What voice am I putting on? Like it's like oh, when oh, I do the, I just oh, the, the opens and the closes. Um, and the all the way throughs. <laughs> I don't talk. You don't think this is how I talk? This is not how you talk. How do I talk? You don't talk like this. How do I speak? You, you, he's much more charismatic. With a uh, is that a word? I'm more charismatic here. That's a word. Well, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but like, okay, actually, this is a good story. If I was like this downstairs, you'd be like, you're not making the podcast right now. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, let me tell my story. Cause Go ahead, tell your story. They care more about this. What? Are you leaving? No, I'm just sitting up. Okay. Um, so me and my mother always say how, I'll ask him a question. Like, when I finally do ask him a diabetes-related question, he will, like, explain it, like, Ugh, like that. Like, that's that's what I hear. And then, what? and then, five seconds later, he gets a phone call from someone who's, like, needs help with something. And he's like, oh, yes, let me tell you, step one is to do this. <laughs> step two, he's, like, written manual about it. And then I ask him a question. He's like, oh, you should know the answer. <laughs> I don't. Do I say you should know 100%. The, you do like that to me and lie. mom. I feel like it's a lie. So you guys actually, you, you all say to me, like, you're so lucky your dad is this guy. No. <sighs> No, no, no. He I does not right. He does not treat me the way he treats you lovely people. I am definitely nicer to the people that come on the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was just going to, I didn't know if you were going to tell a story, but I was just going to tell you that so far the best television show rewatch podcast that I've ever heard is West Wing Weekly. I'm sure it is because I'm looking at a poster right done now. Done really right well. Now. It's done really well. So, um, anyway. That's neither here nor there. See, I can only watch The West Wing because what's-his-name is attractive. Martin Sheen? No. The attractive one. And not the one you're thinking of. Rob Lowe? No. I actually don't find him that attractive. Richard Schiff? No. Come on, come on, come Bradley on. Bradley Whitford? Yes. Okay. You know, he's gray now? Yes, I've seen him recently. Okay. And he was in that show where he, like, I don't, like, was, like, in that, charge of a choir har- for five that, seconds. That heart. Oh, he was. He got a nice little NBC sitcom for a yeah. while. Didn't last. Yeah. He's also the dad and sisterhood of the traveling pants. He's in that horribly depressing show that ladies like. Handmaid's hmm? Tale. Oh, I didn't. Is he like a bad guy in it? I didn't watch Handmaid's Tale, so I don't but know. But he, unpopular opinion, he's more attractive than Rob Lowe. Than Rob Lowe is. Yes. Interesting. Unpopular opinion, Nick is more attractive than Schmidt. You think? Yes. Okay. We talk about this all the time. About the the actors for that show. Yeah. Also, um, I just want to put it out there that there are different types of attractiveness in the world. Go ahead. A lot of people are medium ugly. But? No. <laughs> There's what, no but. Who's me- medium ugly? Like Jake Johnson is medium ugly. But he's more attractive but, than the more handsome guy. More classically handsome guy. And I'm sure if he wasn't on a television show, he wouldn't be. Like, I'm sure I'd see him on the street and I'd be like, ooh, wow, okay. The guy's going to take I my keep, purse. Yeah, I keep walking. 
I'm sure he'd say the same thing, by the way. Right. But um, it's like the people who are like, they're like not ugly, but they're not super attractive. But something about them or their personality is attractive, so you find them more attractive. Mm-hmm. Like I would say that people probably think Tom Holland is medium ugly. I find him very attractive, Mm -hmm. but people probably think he's medium ugly. Okay. Joe Keery from Stranger Things, medium ugly, but I find him attractive. Who's? Timothy Chalamet, medium ugly, don't find him attractive. Okay. What about that kid who went crazy and they let him be in a superhero movie and then he went nuts? Is he attractive? Ezra Miller? Yes. I don't find him attractive. Okay. Also, actually, never mind. Who's the most attractive famous person for you? The mo- that's very difficult. Okay. I'll just name all of them. Okay. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Chad Michael Murray, Jesse Williams. I mean, let's just Grey's Anatomy cast. Like, I mean, Mark Sloan, Derek Shepard. We got them all. But Jesse Williams, top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, James Lafferty, along with um, along with uh, Chad Michael Murray. Um, come, help me, Dad. Who else? Oh, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. These are very attractive men. These are incredibly Help attractive people men. Who you don't find attractive? Oh, Dylan be? O'Brien, very attractive. Okay. And there's two guys you don't think are attractive that everybody thinks are attractive. Are there? Go ahead. You made fun of me about one of them the other night. George Clooney. George Clooney. I don't think George Clooney. Also, he's a lot older than me. Right. But what if you looked at a younger photo of him? No. Okay. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Don't find him attractive. At all. Never have. Mm-hmm. Even young Leo. Everyone's like, ooh, young Leo. I'm like, ugh. But you don't think Brad Pitt's attractive either? I don't think he's ugly, but given the chance, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who's more attractive? Uh, the airplane boy? Miles Teller. Miles Teller or Brad Oh, Pitt? he's medium ugly. He's medium ugly. Yeah. Or who? Brad Pitt or Miles Teller, if you have to take one. I'm going to take Miles Teller. Okay. Is there a world where George Clooney beats anybody? No. Uh, sure. Yes. Oh, Oh, you know who else I find attractive? Um, Adam Brody. Do you know who that is? Yes. Yeah. Big kind of broken. Oh, and now that we're on Adam Brody, Penn Bagley, Badgley, uh, you know, you know, I'm talking about and, um, Nate Archibald's character, Chase Chance Crawford. He's, uh, what's his name? And he's the deep, the deep. Yeah. Oh, on the boys. Yeah. That's how you would know him. Yes. But he was in Gossip Girl when he was, like, in his 20s. Do you think you just find guys attractive who, when you were, like, 14, 15, 16, you saw on television? No. That's not it? No. Okay. Because there's a lot of One True Hill people in here, and I don't know how many people even know who those people are. Oh, Dad, the whole world knows. You think so? Yes. I don't think so. They do. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know that One True Hill exists. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, uh, the would. closest I would know is that the guy from Walking Dead's wife was in One Tree Hill. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton. Please use their names. They're people. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but okay. Yeah, I took care of it. Um, so, you know when you come home and mom says, did you miss me? And you say, I missed my room. You break her heart when you say that, right? No. I, first things first, <laughs> I did miss my room. <laughs> Second, I have, okay. I have this thing. When I'm gone, I don't, like, I'm not sitting there thinking, and not in a bad way, but I'm not sitting there like, oh, I miss my mom. Mm -hmm. I miss my dad. I miss my brother. I just miss the essence of being home. Okay. I'm not the type of person who's, like, longing for someone else's, like, company. Because I'm very much fine just, like, being alone. 
Like, I don't, I really don't need to be with am, another person. Am I the only sentimental person in our family? I'm very sentimental. Okay, go ahead. But, I got an itch. You, know, you can itch your nose, it's fine. I mean, I know, it's a free country. Mm-hmm. Um, did you just burp? I just burped. I know, but I saw it. you didn't have to say it, because Rob would have cut it out, but now people know it's there, so he has to leave it. Who's Rob? Rob's oh, Rob Long? Oh, my supposed to say Rob, is that his name? You're so close. But Rob. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think Rob. Rob's probably Rob. Laughing. Rob wrong. Yeah, Rob. Take your name out if you don't want it in there. <laughs> so. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So sorry, he's, my bad. He's doing the editing. I always see your text messages. <laughs> I'm always in the car. I get. A t- I mean, I don't get a text, but I'm there. <laughs> um. And then he's like texting you back, and I'm like, drive the car, and he's like, uh, well, this is my editor. He's really great, and I'm like, all right, come on, come on, we gotta go get dinner. <laughs> well, while we're on Rob, let's. Uh, Wish his daughter and his wife while they got COVID. They were laid up for a little bit. So we hope they're feeling better. Yes. Uh, what were, where were you at, though? Oh, about the sentimental thing. You said you're sentimental. I'm too. sentimental. How so? You know. Quietly? Yeah. I I don't like to express my feelings. You know that. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. Yeah. I'm very much closed off. But you and Cole are like mom in that regard. Yeah. But you have my sense of humor. I have my sense okay, of humor. Okay, but you Thank and I share much. a similar sense of humor. I mean, funny. <laughs> Unlike the other people in our family. The other two are not funny. No. No. They are to some people. Like, I'm always, like, when Cole's girlfriend's like, he's so funny. I always think, like... Oh, my God, I think... Is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think that she's being held at gunpoint. <laughs> we just have two very different kinds of funny, like, like ideas of it. But when we all went together to see John Mulaney... We, yeah, because he told the Fruit Loop story, and that was hilarious. But all of us were thought it was hilarious. That no, you know what? There were parts of it. And I was like, haha, funny. When he told the Fruit Loop story at the end, I was like, that is f-ing hilarious. Yeah, was what good. was it like? He was super high, and they called him to do like a interview, and he drops the the drops the spoon. He goes, "I'm sorry, I'm eating Fruit Loops." <laughs> <laughs> and he said he went back later and read the interview, and he was like, "Oh my god!" It was like it was like spoon hits floor. <laughs> Uh, he's that's in his special. Is that in his special? Did they keep it in in the Netflix? Did you watch? It? I didn't watch. I mean, I saw it. I didn't watch it. Okay. So anyway, it's good. We saw that live. What what is what is his Netflix special now? Which I don't know the name of, but it was very funny. Um, okay, so you're sentimental, but you're not overly expressive with your feelings. Not at all. Okay. Do you think that's changing as you get older? No, I actually think that I'm more reserved as I get older. Does it bother you, or are you comfortable with it? I feel like I should be a little bit more able to talk about my feelings, but that doesn't seem like a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Is it something you're going to work on on your no. personal life? No. <laughs> no, I'm good. Do you want help? We don't have to talk about it now. Like You mean like BetterHelp? <laughs> BetterHelp.com yeah. forward slash juicebox. Get 10% off your first month when you <laughs> use my link. I have to say, of all the... Th- so. I have, I'm looking at the list of advertisers. I have a big whiteboard. Who did that for you? Uh, you I was going to give you credit. Awesome. I have this big whiteboard in here that um, I keep a ton of information on about the podcast. It kind of helps my brain. I walk past it every day and I look at it and it keeps me focused on, like, you know, like we just crossed off the Mythbusters series that I did with Jenny and uh, Jenny and I are going to do Grand Rounds next. And it keeps me all like really kind of focused, tells me to pay my taxes, learn how to back up servers better like all the weird stuff i do here but i have a list of advertisers they're pretty thoughtfully curated 
Like I didn't just say yes to everybody. Some of these advertisers I went out and got myself because I knew they'd be good for the podcast. People listening, I knew we used the stuff, so I was comfortable with it. BetterHelp is online therapy. And I thought this is like, I think this might actually be good for people and help them. So I went onto the Facebook group and I said, should I take advertising from BetterHelp? Would you guys use it? Overwhelming amount of people were like, oh my God, I guess I need to do that. I absolutely would. So I take the advertiser, get the whole thing set up. I sit through their trainings and I learn how to talk about it so I don't get in trouble with their lawyers and all this stuff. And then I put it out there and like six people used it. And I was like, where are all the people who said they wanted this? So I called the company. I'm like, I feel like I'm failing you. And they're like, no, we're doing, you're doing fine. And I'm like, this is not fine. What are you talking about? They said, it's really hard to get people to start going to therapy. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah, it's not a thing people want to do. I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, betterhelp.com forward slash juice box, save 10% off your first month of therapy. When you use my link, is that the voice you were talking about? Yeah. While we're here, <laughs> Go ahead. I really need to crack my back. You want me to crack your... Should we do it while people are listening? No, like, I just need to crack my back. Oh, we should do it while people are listening. Well, I need to crack my back right now. Okay, hold on. Can we get... Come over to my microphone. No, I need to do it in the chair. Okay, shh, everybody. What do you mean, shh? Because it makes such a... I don't... I actually don't even know if I need to crack it or just... That was like, that was like nothing. That was her neck. People like hearing people cracking? Toes. I don't know. I'm just like really sore. Probably from all the activity I did today. You mean going and sitting next, next to, to your grandma, pool. next to your grandmother's <laughs> pool? It was a lot. Well, you're not doing your thing right now. Oh you're my! Supposed- here we go. <laughs> you're not. This is my day every single day. I wake up and he's like, "Oh, I see you didn't take your pills last night." Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> How am I supposed to take them if I'm were, asleep? You were awake during the day. No. Yes. Well, I just love you and I'm worried about you. Okay. Just so you know. Well, I imagine you know that. Um, let me take a sip of my drink. So the next time we do this will be like, what, three months from now? <laughs> no. Yeah, when you come back next time, this is how we do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. We can do it again next year. It'll be next year when we do it. It'll be January. No. After I mean, Christmas. a year from today. No. We need to do it sooner than that. You have two of the most popular episodes of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> correct (laughs) but wouldn't that mean you should come on more often well for you (laughs) but personally i'm good i don't need my stats to go down (laughs) you just want to leave them wanting more yeah what if your listeners are getting less funny and then all of a sudden they don't want to listen to this anymore i don't know do you have any questions for me (laughs) no not at all no oh i have a question go ahead it's not related to diabetes that's fine so i had this idea or this thought would you no no consequences. You're not going to be hurt in the long run. But you can get shot. You can get shot once and experience what it's like to get shot. You're going to be fine after no long-term like problems. You're going to recover completely fine. Like Everything is going to be fine. But you can experience getting shot. Is the question, if I could experience being shot, but know that I would have no long-term deficits from it, would I do that? Yes. The answer is 100% no. I think I would. But you're still going to get shot in this scenario. <laughs> but, you know, I want to I just experience stuff. That? 
It seems cool. No. What if someone's like, and if you're going to experience no long-term problems, I keep the bullet. But you're still going to have pain. No, no, no. You'll be good. No, wait, when you get oh, shot. Oh, when you get shot? Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll hurt. But, I mean. I, I, I don't think that's, I don't need that. No. I mean, I don't need it. There's other I things. I also, also, I don't actually want it. But if I could experience it. What, what would that bring? Good story. You only live once. I don't know. You could go to, I don't know. I, I don't need that story. I, I see that. I see the. The idea. The desire. I understand the question and the whole thing, but I am not interested in that. Like, if there's one thing you could do, no consequences, but it's, like, not really that great, would you do it? Like, what is it? Yeah. What is it? I just, I mean, the thing just popped into my head. And I have, it's funny, it's not a thing that I can, I don't think about this at all. Like, meaning, like, it's not a thing I wonder about or anything like that. But if you told me I could flat out do anything and I wouldn't have any weird consequences from it i might try heroin okay i don't know what i would do i don't think get shot would be number one you don't one. think it's what you're gonna pick <laughs> um do you think a lot of people are thinking gay sex right now no i actually didn't think that no because I not, not about you i mean do you think they're in their car right now going i'd get along with a lady once if i knew nobody like i would try that i mean i think people would do that like all right. No problem. How about kill a person? You could offer me some money and I'd sleep with a woman. What about, like, kill a person? Like, they weren't dead when it was over, but you got to have the whole experience. And then they just come back to life. I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> but How would you kill someone? I have no idea. I'd poison them. Really? Yes. How did you come up with that so quickly? <laughs> because it's, a, it's, like, not messy. Oh, and you wouldn't have to touch them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could touch a person. Now, when you kill them, do you call the cops or do you take care of the body? I call the cops. Why? You're getting away. They're going to stand back up. This is a magical situation. They'll be fine. Oh, yes. Right. I forgot that that happened. Now, if they're not going to come back to life, I call the cops. On yourself? Yes. Why? I'd plan it out so that I cannot be caught. Like, I would really plan this out. Mm -hmm. I'd call the cops because I'd be like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened to them. I think that's a mistake. On every TV show, when you're too involved, they know it's you. Just like when a woman disappears, it is most often their husband that kills them. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So you don't want to be too involved in it. I don't know. I so I. But what? Okay. What if I do this? What if I like? There's a third party, and I set them up to be the one to actually hand them the poison. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be involved in this. I, also, this is not a thing I would actually do. Yeah, I'm not planning on killing anyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I don't. But this know. is like I think about this like when I played the game like Clue, because mm-hmm. you gotta like someone Whack died with the candlestick. candlestick. Yeah, yeah, it's always the candlestick. Everybody, by the way, everybody thinks of the candlestick in the ballroom. Yeah, and it's always uh, mustard. Mustard. <laughs> Those are the, actually the only three things I remember from that game. So that's why I said it. So I, as I'm trying to imagine, I don't think I could put my hands on somebody and hurt them. I'd have to do it from a distance. I don't, yeah, I don't think I could do it either. I also don't think I could point it. I've never held a gun. Neither have I. So I don't know that I could point a gun at somebody either. Um, I definitely couldn't stab somebody. I couldn't choke them. Uh, in I the could, heat of the moment. There are moments I thought I could choke mom, but, <laughs> <laughs> not, but not um, for real. Um, in the heat of the moment. Oh, if I, get into a f- I guess you're making a point. If I got upset, I could probably. I don't think I could hurt someone like because I have like a vicious... I could hurt someone out of protecting so myself. So here's a question. You know in the movies when someone's being attacked 
and they can't get away and they're losing. And eventually they go to sticking their thumb into In a their eyes. Eye. No, I don't think I could do it. I'd be like, Ew. to save your life. Oh, I don't know. What if I just got my nails done? I every time I see that, I think, "Ooh, that's game over right there." If that happens, I want to learn the pressure point that you put, like, touch someone to make them faint. Why don't we try it right now? We'll look it up. And I'll try to make you faint. <laughs> what if I'm just out? <laughs> Can you still make me food for when I wake up? Yeah, sure. We'll make sure you have it. And I need a shower. <laughs> um, it's a nice idea. What? <laughs> Making you pass out? No, it's not. Um, I know. Uh, podcast i was listening to recently one of the hosts got another host chloroform as a gift like that stuff you put on your face and pass out from oh yeah would you do that would you try so if okay so if you told me i definitely would be okay i have to tell you that i've been i just do it to go to bed i've been put out with the jackson juice a couple of times for some small surgeries and it's amazing (laughs) so um i guess maybe but, like, they're talking to you. They're like, yeah, so we're going to do the surgery and then blah, 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 blah. And then you just open your eyes and you're in the – you're out in the other room. It's an I've hour, had a couple surgeries. hour later. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very restful. I disagree. Yeah, I felt restful afterwards. That's I don't feel difference. restful afterwards. Nice. I feel like I need to take a shower. You do feel a little dirty afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's finish up here. I have a couple of college questions for you. Oh. Did Yay. did you get offered drugs? Did I get offered drugs? Yeah, like hard drugs. No. What about the one boy? It was like his date. It was his dating pitch. Remember what? the kid who wanted the. Oh yes, yeah. I did get offered drugs. Okay. You are so right. Uh-huh. Yes, I was coming back from class. Um, so I was in class, and this kid next to me kept asking me all these questions, and then he asked me if I could. I had like um. I had a like an article or whatever, and he was like, "Hey, could you text that to me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I texted him the article. This was a plan. I don't think he wanted the article. He was hitting on you. He was a hundred percent. I mean, I figured this out after I realized he didn't want the article because then he texted me and he said, "So when we when are you gonna ask me to dinner?" That's what he said. And right. I I was literally sitting next to him in class, and I turned the phone to him and I was like, "Huh?" Because <laughs> if you know me, I'm not putting up with that. So. <laughs> He, like, tried to talk to me after class, and I kind of just put my... I like to put my headphones in and walk home, and so I did such a thing, and he came up behind me and walked... Sweet kid, like, no bad intentions. But then I was like, it's fine, like, I'll just walk home with this kid from class. It's, like, a 15-minute walk. It's not a big deal. And we're talking, and then he starts telling me about all these drugs he does, and I'm like, what? It was the sales pitch, right? Like, I don't think so. Didn't you tell him you had him, like, in a brown bag? No. No? You just made a story up. I don't know. I felt like he was like, hey, I've got drugs. You should go out with me. No. He like- was just telling me about the drugs he does. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. But no, thank you. Um, but I never, he never offered them to me. Right. He just was, I, th- I think he thought it was cool. Yeah, he's just trying to come off as cool. Yeah, and I was like, you know what's super cool? If I can get dinner and bring it up to my room. So what I- kind of drugs was he talking about? Oh, I don't remember. I th- I remember one of them being LSD. Mm-hmm. But I can't... There were four other ones, and I don't remember what they were. Right. But LSD is like a fun... LSD. Like, is it sounds what, cool to say. <laughs> that's that's why you think you remembered it? Yeah. Because it reminds me of LED. That's why. Oh, like lighting. Like lighting, yeah. Those lights right there are LED. Yeah, Aren't exactly. Nice? <laughs> but I don't think it's the same. I have never been offered hard drugs. Okay. Nobody was like... And you had... I've never even seen someone do hard drugs. Mm-hmm. And you, your some of your friends went to a club a couple of times, 
You didn't enjoy that idea. You oh went. God, I hate a club. I yeah, hate it. You didn't like that at all. No. Gotcha. I also did not see any drugs there. Okay. Fair enough. Um, did you try drinking while you were gone? <laughs> I tried a sip of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, my well, actually, I feel like I should not tell this story on here because it could get us in severe trouble. Get who in severe trouble? Um, oh, Robin and where it happened. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to tell them. But I did try a sip of wine, and all I could think was, why? Didn't like it. Like, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. Why? I tried a sip of a vodka cranberry too. And not half bad. Yeah. Like, I understand if you're drunk that you could drink it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. But you got to get drunk first. And I. Oh, also, yes, I did try. Um, I tried ooh, some sort of liquor. Like a shot? A shot of something. And? Wow, wow, wow. Will I never do that again? Also, I did it, like, I did it out of, like, to end an argument. Because someone wanted the last shot, and they were fighting over it, so I just took it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't drink alcohol. That is probably the second time my tongue has, like, even tasted, like, mm-hmm. like a, a dribble of alcohol, and I just took a whole shot. And I was like... Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's stop fighting. Let's leave. I did that whole thing so it, uh, an argument would. Did end. it hit you hard? No. no. Actually, it made my stomach hurt. Like burn? No, just like my stomach got like achy. Okay, but yeah. you didn't feel drunk afterwards. No, I no. don't think one shot. Cause I'm what? also like five seven and like. Oh, I, I don't know. I've I've done a shot like I know three times in my life, so I don't even know. I like would, in one night. I don't remember. It was a really long time ago. It was yeah. like well over 30 years ago, so I don't know, really. Um, okay, so episode 999. Yeah. Um, my, so my, my last, last question for you is, people used to ask all the time, does your daughter mind that you're making this podcast? Does it bother you at all? That you make the podcast? Yeah. Why would, I don't understand how that would affect me. Okay. Because so, I keep myself out of this. Like, this right now, what I am doing, I am forced into this because he is paying for my college. <laughs> you feel forced to make this episode? Peace and love. I don't want to be doing this. But are we having a good time? Yeah, but we could also do this without a microphone in front of our face. I know. Yeah. Don't you think our podcast would be good, though, if we just made a podcast? Oh, my God. Any podcast I'm a part of would do absolutely incredible. Okay. But you don't want to be involved. Yeah. Also, okay. oh, my God, I feel like I should say this now because mm-hmm. I... I I've hit rock bottom here. I officially give up with you Instagram people. You will never just not request me. Okay? You're just going to keep coming to me and requesting me. And you know what? It is what it is. And I'm here to say, whatever, you're giving me followers now. It is what it is. You're going to let them follow you? Yeah. And so now if you follow me, you must, and I mean you must, buy from my clothing company at some point in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. This is like, this is where we're at. Well, you could design t-shirts for the podcast. I won't be doing that. I don't want that reputation. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I made my account like pl- public a couple years ago when I posted a photo with Tom Holland because I really was like wishing he would see it. Mm-hmm. He didn't. But <laughs> I just never changed it, and now you all find me. But, I mean, whatever. It's just it's up nice. in my status, I guess. I have way more Instagram followers than you. Well, yeah. I'd hope so. I hope so. I know, right? Um, but... So you don't care that the podcast exists. It's not a thing that bothers you. No. All right. Do you like that it helps people? I think as you get older, it changes for you a little bit. Wait, here's what I'll say. 
I don't dislike it. <laughs> um, hey, it's Scott. I'm jumping in to let you know that the podcast is going to stop in a second. I know it's abrupt, but Arden's blood sugar got low very quickly. Uh, she had a higher blood sugar earlier in the day that we adjusted pretty aggressively. And while we were sitting here, neither of us kind of saw it coming. She said she could feel it coming for a while, but uh, she didn't expect it to be this harsh. So you're going to hear her say she's low. We finish up the show and we're out. But there were a few minutes of the podcast that we're cutting because she just wasn't herself and it's not a good representation of her. My blood sugar is getting urgently low. I'm so irritable. Are you really low? Yes. And I can feel it and I'm sweating and I'm so excited to eat after this. Like I literally have a bathing suit on and I'm sweating. Oh, how come you didn't, how come you didn't say anything? Because I was excited to get to the part where I just speak. Oh, okay. It was interesting what happened. Like, you got aggressive when your blood sugar got lower. I know. It was interesting. I did that today, earlier today, too. Because th- that was around the time I started reading my syllabus. Oh, and that's when you started getting agitated about school. <sighs> yeah, I was school. really upset. That's super interesting. Okay, well, let's get you something to go, and we'll say goodbye then, right? Do you want to say goodbye? No, not particularly. It's just over now? I mean, like, maybe if my blood sugar was 40 points higher, we could do it again. You, but okay. I, I, I want to eat. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go then. I want to thank Arden for, I mean, everything, right? And uh, thank her for coming on this episode of the show, too. I'll remind you that the Diabetes Pro Tip series will be remastered and re-released at episode 1000 through 1026. Please enjoy it, share it, and you can find it, like I said, in your podcast players or at diabetesprotip.com and juiceboxpodcast.com. You can also find lists of the podcast in the private Facebook group under the featured tab. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another 1,000 episodes of the Juicebox Podcast.